when when I'm on, people highlight you know this amount of episodes and all blah blah blah. And it's like I love that. I appreciate that. That's awesome. That's important for contrast. But I don't want that to get lost on the listeners that that it's also very 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 hard to do all that. I don't want to make it look easy. What does your anxiety zone feel like? It feels like overwhelm. It feels like numb or frustration or resentment or, you know, stress. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number, oh my goodness, hold on, I think I'm jeffing the, hold on, hold on. I believe I messed up on the title. I said it was episode number 1,290. I think it was episode number 1,283 because I jumped a week ahead. So today should be 1,284, if I am correct. Correct. Uh, Last episode is 1,283. Different seasons are for different reasons. Today, for episode number 1,284, what does your anxiety zone feel like? That intro is a good representation of what my anxiety zone feels like we have talked many times in the past about the uh so you have if you think of it as like a bullseye like target target that we have in the in the states and i'm sure that's in canada and other countries as well <laughs> it's probably a global probably organization everywhere. most likely the logo of target is a target and there's a bullseye and there's an outer ring and there's a further most outer ring so if you think of the center of the bullseye as your comfort zone <laughs> the next Line outside of that is your learning zone, and then the furthest out is your anxiety zone. For mo- <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Yeah, we're all right. I'm we're gonna power right th- you got we're gonna this, power man. right through. It's all so, good. one of the reasons this is a giggly episode is because we're we're overwhelmed, and I'm uh, honestly in my anxiety zone. Last night, uh, we worked until eight, seven, eight, seven, seven, and I ate dinner. Was talking to Taryn, and I was like, "Hey." If you want to hang tonight, I'm good with it, but like, I'm just going to go be mush in bed. I just need to turn my brain off. I'm going to put something dumb on. You're more than welcome to join me if you want. I know you're watching your show, whatever you want to do. And she's be like, I'm going to stay out. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was mush. And I said, you want to stay out What here? does that mean? Does that mean snuggles? No, be mush just means like, I'm, I'm just going to like melt into the bed. I just need, I don't have a lot left in me. I'm, I'm empty. I just need to be. I need to be. So... She's like, no, I'm going to stay out here. And I was like, all right, no worries at all. It ends up being like nine. I set my alarm for five. I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. I lay down, can't sleep. Just laying there, tossing and turning. Can't sleep, cannot fall asleep. I look at my watch, it's 10. I go out into the living room and I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. I can't, I can't sleep. I'm going to go to the gym. Number one, when I cannot fall asleep at night, that is usually one of the indications that I'm in the anxiety zone. Number two, I wake up at like two o'clock in the morning without fail, wide awake, can't fall back asleep. Happens all the time when I'm in the anxiety zone. Uh, number three, I am way more impatient than usual. 
I'm way more impatient than usual. And I'm like, when I wake up, I'm more anxious. I'm way more anxious of like, I need to get this done and I need to clean the cat's litter box, but I don't have time to do it right now because I need every moment in the office, but I got to shower. When am I going to shower? I got to do the dishes. Like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to get all this done. Like that, that level of energy, those are telltale signs for me. And then honestly, when I, when I don't love this as much, yeah. when I would rather hang out on the couch by myself than re- record podcast episodes, those are usually, because in my mind, it's like I'm not even, I'm trying to be as present as I can, but it's hard. That's another one. It's very hard for me to find flow, like to get into the zone and not be stuck in my head when I am in the anxiety zone. So let me make this clear because in the beginning it was terrible. You have three zones. Your comfort zone is where you can operate on a day-to-day. It's very little challenge. You can live there with your eyes closed. The next one outside of that is the learning zone. This is a challenge. There is resistance here, but this is where the growth is. This is where we learn new lessons. This is where we test our new skills. And then the next ring outside of that is the anxiety zone. The anxiety zone is somewhere you can visit, but you cannot stay long. You can hold your breath and you can go underwater and you can you can experience that, but you got to come up for air. And I think that's a good example for the anxiety zone. So I know many of us might, I think it's just as important to label comfort zone. What does it feel like when you're in your comfort zone, right? Maybe it feels easy. Maybe you get bored. If you're bored, you're most likely in your comfort zone because you're not challenging yourself. Maybe you um, regret the time you spent because it's like, ah, I shouldn't have done, you know, I shouldn't have done all that. I shouldn't have watched as much Netflix or whatever it may be. If you're in the learning zone, you probably feel appropriately challenged. You probably feel, I would argue, you probably feel a, a high level of fulfillment because you're keeping your you're setting and keeping small promises to yourself. You feel like you're growing and evolving. You're probably getting to the end of the day and and feeling accomplished. I think that's a, a pretty good feeling if you're in the learning zone. And then the anxiety zone is kind of what I just said. Like You know where you are. You cannot exist for a long period of time. And your body and your mind know it too. When you stay in the anxiety zone longer than you have in the past though, when you do get back into your comfort zone or your learning zone, now you're stronger. Mm. And so I'll try to articulate this in an, in an interesting way. There's two approaches I want to take. The first one is Wayne Dyer had this awesome analogy that I'll never forget. And I use this in relationship talks coaching all the time because a lot of couples don't understand why they keep hurting each other. And a lot of times we hurt the people closest to us because the people closest to us are the people who are in proximity when, we, when we're in the anxiety zone for too long. Mm. Okay? And so, so f- this is the analogy. Wayne Dyer, he says this. He says, you have an orange. Kev, I've said this to you many times, so this won't be new to you. You have an orange. When you squeeze an orange, what do you get out? And everyone's like, uh, orange juice. He says, exactly. You're never going to get apple juice out of an orange. Why? Because when life squeezes you, what comes out is what's inside. And so if you have overwhelm and resentment and junk, and I call it mud in the glass or trauma or pain or envy or jealousy or whatever, insert negative emotion that you haven't dealt with yet here. When life squeezes you, there's going to be some love that comes out and there's going to be some junk that comes out. 
And the junk that comes out is the negative emotions that you haven't maybe processed or dealt with, or maybe you didn't even know where they were there. Uh, and so what you try to do is, is be emotionally regulated. And, and last night, so, so we have an event coming up where we have group 10 starting, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And so I would say that I'm pretty, I say I'm more in the anxiety zone than I've been in, in many years, just because of the sheer magnitude of everything we're doing. Okay. Last night I had an unkind moment with Emilia and I said, I was so sorry. Um, because life squeezed me, she asked a simple question and, and I got upset and it wasn't anything bad. It's not like we had any sort of fight or anything, but I got frustrated with her because I wanted to feel heard and she was trying to help me solve the, the issue. And in this particular case with this particular issue, I am, um, I felt unseen because I've kind of already tried everything she's talking about because this has to do with live events and hosting them. And this is our sixth one and, you know, leadership and and all this different stuff. And I just felt like I, I don't need you to, I've already tried that. Like that's not the actual issue. So anyways, I was unkind in a moment, just a moment. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Um, and we ended up having this magnificent night together, which was really good because after that I went vulnerable. I went from frustration to vulnerability and emotions and tears. And this is what I wanted to bring to the listeners. And I do this in relationship talks all the time. I say, what's your tendency? Are you a volcano that explodes or are you a volcano that oozes out of the top? And I use the analogy, if you've ever seen the new Jurassic Park movie, there's an island one where the volcano explodes and destroys the whole island and the dinosaurs Spoiler. are running away. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, it's one of the newer <laughs> ones. I think it's I think it's the second to last one. I love all of the Jurassic Park movies, so I just watch them all. But anyways, um, the island gets destroyed by this volcano because it erupts versus imagine a volcano that kind of like oozes at the top. Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan and I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I've been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life, your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then you are blessed. And the analogy with the volcano is similar to the orange, where if you don't deal with your emotions, they get pressurized and pressurized and pressurized and pressurized. And that's what's happening inside the volcano. And then all of a sudden the volcano erupts when the tectonic plates uh, create too much pressure. And I'm not, I don't know a ton about volcanoes, but I do know that when you get super, super overwhelmed and then something else happens that triggers the eruption, you can get, you know, you can really hurt people you love. And so that's what I think happens. And and so what I try to explain to the relationship talks, um, clients and, and different people that we talk to is make sure that you go to vulnerability when you're about to explode, because if you do, you'll just cry. And if you cry, it's going to ooze out and it's not going to hurt anyone. 
when you're crying, you're not hurting other people. It's, it's when you don't cry and you don't deal with your emotions and you don't deal with the sadness or the hurt or the helplessness or whatever, that's when you end up attacking people or, or losing your temper or whatever. And so um, what does your anxiety zone feel like? It feels like overwhelm. It feels like numb or frustration or resentment or, you know, stress. And whatever label you label it, deep 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 down you're you're in the pressure cooker and if you if you aren't careful you're going to hurt people you love i i know because i seek comfort way more than i usually do it's almost like my i know like my mind and my <clears throat> excuse me my mind and my body are like hey you're you're burning out here like i get those pings you know even today like i had a I had an hour block in between calls and I told Alan, I was, I just went and sat on the couch. I was like, I, I have so much to do. It's not not like I don't have enough to do. I just can't, I can't do it right now. I can't like, I'm, I'm at the outer limit. And I told Alan, I said, after these two, like I need to be done. I just need to be done for the day. I just need to, I need a moment. I need to catch my breath. Tomorrow's tomorrow's. I have some back office time that I desperately need. You know, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting feeling, but I think it's just important to understand and label each. Like when I'm in my comfort zone, what does that feel like? I'm guilty. I get I'm guilty at the end of the day because it's like, oh, you could have done so much more. Okay, cool. That's that's good. That's good to know. What do we do with that? When you when you're in your learning zone, it's like I am so proud of how much I crushed it today. Awesome. Love that. Love that. That's huge. If you're in your anxiety zone, it's like I couldn't. I cannot do a day tomorrow like I did today. Interesting. Okay. What does that mean? All right. Let's, let's explore that. So that was my, when, when Alan and I were thinking of episodes, again, I always try to talk about what we're going through because I, I don't want you to think that we have it all figured out or whatever it is. That's never the, that's never the goal. I wonder how, how I would understand how I'm feeling if I hadn't labeled it so many times. You know, I can think back to Florida and Arizona and car breaking down and being broke and all those times of like, oh, that was the anxiety zone. Interesting. What are you going to say? Well, I think it's interesting because, again, Next Level University, the level we're playing at right now would actually be impossible for us five years ago. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like, think about what, I don't know. Uh, what's when was the last time? Think of a time five years ago or three years ago when you were in your anxiety zone. Yeah, traveling, Florida. Yeah, traveling. Okay, so we lived in Florida for a month, mm-hmm. and you were doing an online course, and we were also building a website. Uh, you were building a website. I, I should not say we. You were building a website, and dieting, dieting too, and yeah. being single and lonely and broke. Yeah, many things. And you were in your anxiety zone, would you say? That, that uh, Yeah, for sure. Okay. And we were away for the holidays. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to land. I bet you that wouldn't be that difficult for you now. It would being away from your wife, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't in terms of like what we had to handle back then. Yeah. You know? And and it's why? Because we leveled up. And so I always use the the analogy of like, I just watched a movie. It's called The Rookie, Disney movie. They have triple-A baseball, double-A baseball, and then major league baseball. And when he gets into the major leagues, the pressure 
is like way more because there's, you know, 50,000 people in the stands or whatever, 30,000. And he's on national television now and he has to strike this, this guy out. And he, the coach basically said, I need three fastballs, 98 miles an hour down, like strike this guy out. Like I need, I need this. The whole team needs this for the, for the W and he's freaking out in the dugout, freaking out. Like I, this is my dream. This was my dream when ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be in the major leagues. Yeah. Well now you're in the anxiety zone, but if he went back to triple a, it'd be no problem. Right. And I think that that's the, that's what I'm trying to help land for the listeners is you got to be in your anxiety zone. Just try not to hurt people when you are and don't stay there so long that you die. Somebody asked me today, I was on a podcast and they said, what's a question, what's a question or a theme or a topic that you wish people asked you more? And I was like, honestly, I, I wish people asked me more about the sucky side of this. Cause I, I don't want when when I'm on, people highlight you know this amount of episodes and all blah blah blah. And it's like I love that, I appreciate that. That's awesome. That's important for contrast. But I don't want that to get lost on the listeners that that it's also very 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 hard to do all that. I don't yeah. want to make it look easy. If I make it look easy, you think it's easy. It's not easy. And then when you get the opportunity to do your own unique version of this, whatever it may be, you're yeah. going to say, wow, this is way harder than I thought. No matter what, you're going to say it's way harder than you thought. I don't want to make it worse. It's way harder than I thought. And yeah, if your same. expectations are off, we did an episode. What was the name of that episode? Who knows? The three uh, things. Three things something. The three things of why people fail or something like that? Something like that, yeah. And it was, number one, what were they? You haven't memorized. The first one is the wrong expectations. Expectations, the wrong approach, approach, and then time perspective. time perspective. Time perspective. And if you have the wrong expectations because people are making it appear easier than it is because you see him after he strikes out the guy versus him freaking out in the dugout. Right. And that's the thing. You got to remember, everyone's freaking out in the dugout, at least to yeah. some extent, you know? And that's one thing that I'll always remember. I try to remember because if you don't eat humble pie proactively, life is going to throw it at you. Um... I try to remember constantly that it's like, Alan, it's not supposed to be easy. Mm-hmm. If it was easy, it wouldn't be great. And and don't have the wrong expectations. Because the moment you start to believe that it's rolling and, it, and it's all good, you, you kind of lose your edge a little bit. You lose your humility, I think. And mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. Um, because every time I've ever lost my humility, you know, Life smacked me down for sure. Yeah. Now, when you lose your humility, you lose something else too, usually. So, usually not humility alone. Next level nation, it's all happening. I have uh, two of my clients flying in from either North Carolina or South Carolina. I think it's South Carolina. Another one of my buddies driving up from New York. Next Level Live 2023 is in full effect. We, I had a call today with the photographer. Alan had a call with the videographer. It's all happening. It's all coming together. Please, if you have heard us talking about it and found yourself interested, click the link in the show notes. Feel free to come visit us. If we have not got to meet you in person, we would love the opportunity to do it. It is going to be the best one yet. We're very, very excited, and we would love to have you there. We are going to have a photo booth. We're going to have music. There's going to be three full hour-long sessions with breakout sessions in between. We're going to have multiple groups. I call it GYR, G-Y-R, green, yellow, and red group. We're going to have an assistant coach. Amy L. is going to be emceeing. We've got our virtual event coordinator. You're going to meet the team. It's going to be awesome. 
please, please, please join us. It is officially 10 days out as of today. When is 10 this days out. dropping? I don't know. Oh, when I this don't one's, know. This one's dropping on Thursday. So that means what? Eight days out? No. Eight days out. Nine days out. Okay. Join us. Join know. us. It's coming up on it. Yeah. It's it's peak week, as they say. Also, right after Next Level Live, if you're not local and you can't come or you can't fly in or whatever, one of my clients wants to fly in and she's like, I don't think I can. I don't think uh, Canada is allowing us to do that right now. But anyways, um, if you want to join us for group 10 in group coaching, this is what I wrote down. Feel If you feel like you don't fit in anywhere, that's the that's one of the through lines of our listeners is you feel like you can't fully be yourself around your friend groups. You feel like misunderstood and you feel like you don't really fully fit in anywhere. That's something that's very common in our community. If that's the way you feel, you will fit in in group 10. At least if you're around other people who also feel like they don't fit in anywhere, maybe that will help you fit in. And so uh, join us for group 10 if you feel that way. It's going to give you some direction. You're going to be able to track your habits. You're going to be able to, it's a Mario Kart booster that will help you achieve your dreams. So if you feel like you don't fit in anywhere, um, it's most likely the case that you're going to fit in really well in group coaching and you're definitely going to be supported in your goals and your growth. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number, I believe 1,285. How much of the truth should you tell? That will be a very deep, hyper-conscious episode, I'm sure. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.